Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. Don't forget my personal favorite, MMA. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, we can help you find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget Bet Online for NHL, boxing, golf, and like I said, my personal favorite, the sport of MMA. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space, ready to give you guys this week's food for thought and talk about a really, really spectacular event that we just had. Uh, I am not joined this week by my furry co-host Slade, as uh, my niece and nephew are visiting for their spring break. So as such, Slade is having way too much fun playing with them, and I could definitely never pull them away from that, especially for anything nearly as boring as coming and being my co-host on this podcast. As per usual, you can see I'm wearing some of my Tide Gear best. Check them out, tidegear.com. So what I wanted to talk about this week, and uh, it may be a little short and sweet, but what I want to talk about this week, very simply, our inaugural Swing for the Stars event at Tiger Shulman's occurred this past Saturday. So just again, to give you guys a background as to how this was going to work. So Swing for the Stars was a charity fight night event uh, where we were going to have 12 neurodivergent kids from around Tiger Shulman's. I say kids, many of them were older than what we would consider a child, but still, nonetheless, definitely uh, kids in our eyes. But, and um, nonetheless, all of them were going to have exhibition bouts against Team Tiger Shulman's pros. Some had kickboxing bouts, a couple had MMA bouts, and uh, all the proceeds from the event went to the Otto Specht School in Chestnut Ridge, New York, which is a wonderful, wonderful organization. Uh, more on them in a little bit in a little while. Um, but the the key and biggest things I wanted to talk about is just all of the work that went into this event. So obviously. We had an absolute ton, ton, ton of stuff that went into this event, for sure, right? And not just in terms of the actual idea and the setup and all of that kind of stuff, right? But even beyond that, when we think about things uh, like the actual, like the fights themselves, the venue, the coordinating of a live stream, which was something that we would, didn't originally plan on doing, but we wound up needing to do because we sold out the venue. And uh, over 300, 300 tickets were sold. And then you had staff and, and all the other people like that who needed to be there. And again, we, we were packed to the rafters. It was a great, great night. Um, brainchild of Danielle Shulman, she saw this wonderful video that our Nanua Tiger Shulman School put together where a young man named Matthew 
wanted to have his first kickboxing bout um, before leaving for college. And Matthew was special needs. So they took the ring and uh, with hand wraps and some belts uh, they and some punching bags. They set up four punching bags on the corners of the mat and then wrapped hand wraps and uh, some belts around him to make themselves a little boxing ring. They had a ring announcer. They had a referee. They had the fighters walk out with with uh, with uh, entrance music and everything. And then they had a, a match where Matthew, the uh, young the young man who was special needs, had an exhibition bout against one of the kids who fights out of the 9U at school. And it was a beautiful video that they made. They put it together really, really well. And it kind of spawned this whole idea. And Danielle, to her credit, did a fantastic job setting everything up and really planning everything out and coordinating and uh, coordinating it as best she could. But even most importantly, leaning on the right people. Um, the person who was the ring announcer in that video, he was our ring announcer for the night. And he's very passionate about working with special needs kids. He's an instructor in one of our schools. And he did a really, really fantastic job. You know, he's DJed and other such live performance type things. This fight events are a little bit different in terms of coordinating between the live stream and the DJ and knowing what's going on from back and sideways and this kind of stuff. But nonetheless, um, he, he did a fantastic job. And Danielle leaned on him quite a lot. And Danielle leaned on, on you know, some of the, the other people around us, some of the, the companies that we work with on, on uh, a very uh, common occurrence including the videographers, um, they were fantastic as well. But um, she leaned on me quite a bit as well because obviously I have experience with handling live streams and that kind of stuff, not stuff she had dealt with before. Um, she reached out as far as DJs and stuff like that. And we did a, it really came out fantastically. It was, it was an awesome, awesome night. So just to give you guys a, a bit of a brief rundown as to what as what as to what happened so i've mentioned before the sensei stein who has been a guest on the show a couple of times he and i were the commentary team for the uh, for the live stream and we had a little bit of a choice um we could choose to call the fights as though they were for lack of a better word real um you know as though what we were seeing in front of us wasn't the fighters being super compassionate and basically letting these these special needs kids get the better of them. And, you know, we could acknowledge that fact or we could really play it up to the next level and make it real. And we did exactly that. We played it up. Uh, he and I put a lot of work into it. Um, I, I organized a very detailed outline. Uh, we had a ton of information. He studied it a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I mean, I designed a questionnaire because uh, I, I do so for Flex. So I was able to, to use to lean on that skill set once again and make it so that way I would very easily be able to get all the information that I needed from both fighters and the kids participating. So I had a ton of information on everybody. And, I, and this outline that I, that I had written up wound up being somewhere in the ballpark of 64 pages by the time everything was done because it was all the information from all the questionnaires for the fighters and the uh the kids alike um and you know a lot of it was stuff that i asked fighters for flex fights and much of it wound up being personality driven stuff which was kind of more the brainchild of sensei stein 
and Danielle, and they felt that kind of stuff would be very important. So we collaborated collaborated on it and made sure made sure it came out the best that it possibly could. Um, and like I said, we had this plethora of information for us to lean on while the kids are walking to the ring, while in between rounds, um, and whatever buildup for whatever pertinent stuff that we could. So we really did uh, uh, a huge job in terms of preparation, and um, we coordinated really, really well with the uh, with the producers. And I was able to to have a real nice conversation with both uh, Dave Nicholas, who was our ring announcer, our DJ Bishop. And really just kind of get everybody on the same page as to, as to how we kind of needed to communicate in a way to make it really, really flow. So Sensei Stein and I opted to ride together out to the venue. Uh, and, you know, we were both excited for the event. I think I, I think as excited as I was, I think he was just as excited. And, um, you know, like I said, he put a lot of prep work into studying all the notes that, that we uh, that we create that we created together. And. The whole way there, we were just kind of buzzing the whole time. And we got there, traffic cooperated with us pretty nicely, to be honest. Um, not that we didn't hit any, because we certainly did. But traffic cooperated, we found parking fairly close. And we did a, uh, we got to the venue, we said our hellos, kind of got a feel for the venue, got, uh, you know, got, you know, a little set up, then ran out, grabbed a very quick bite, and then we just didn't want to be like, hungry and thinking about it during the, the broadcast. So we're like, you know what, let's do something like that quick. And then we'll settle in and get to work. And we settled in. And once we did, we coordinated with the producers a little bit, tested the microphones um, and everything else that we needed to do. Had some conversations with some of the fighters, had made sure that my notes were visible and played with the camera angles and this kind of stuff talked to, you know, tested my headset so I could hear everybody that was going on and everything like that. And man, oh man, it wound up being set up beautifully. Um, you know, there's there some subtle things that we, that we would change. And I think Danielle knowing her is collecting kind of like a postmortem document and I'm sure it'll get shared with me soon enough so that I can add my input to it because that's the kind of person that she is. But we, uh, we started right on time. It was wonderful. Um, I did a brief introduction, since Stein contributed to it quite a bit, and then we cut right to Dave Nicholas in the middle of the ring. Um, he introduced the event, he introduced why we were here, and then two speakers. First, Arielle Shulman, who uh, is one of Tiger's two daughters, who works at the Adarspec School. She talked about what they do and so forth. But to, to make a very long story short, as far as what Autorespec does, is they... Um, provide learning environments for people who don't learn the same way as other people. In, in other words, if your special needs, if, you're, um, if you've got sensory delays, social delays, learning challenges, this is really a place for you. You know, they realize that not everybody learns the same way. And there are plenty of people who meet those kind of criteria that will learn better, better in a smaller, you know, uh, more, for lack of a better word, kind of holistic environment. Uh, to find out more about them, if you want to donate to their great cause, it's Otto, A-T-T-O, Specht, S-P-E-C-H-T, school.org. That's where you can find out all the information on their program. And if you want to donate at all, you absolutely could. So Ariel talked all about not only her experience at the Otto Specht School, but why 
she felt so strongly about it. Uh, then Danielle came up, she said her little piece about the, uh, about the event itself, where it was inspired from, the brainchild of it all, how it all came together, and you know, how all of Tiger Shulman's together really kind of helped make this dream into a reality. And then Dave did a wonderful job of leading us right into the uh, national anthem. We had a wonderful singer for the national anthem, Daniela Santos from our Hoboken location. Did a fantastic job. Uh, just a wonderful, wonderful way to kick off the evening. And uh, then we got right to fights. And we kicked off the, the fight in a way that was very special to me. Uh, we had one of my students, Catalina, who we called the Colombian Cobra. She fought Sensei Louis Gaudino from our Tiger Shulmans in Hoboken, former UFC fighter, formerly ranked top 10 at 125 pounds. And uh, nonetheless, um, wonderful fight, wonderful experience. And Catalina, I want to stay on her for a little while, has had a, a fantastic buildup to this experience. And honestly, a lot of it has to do with flex fights. And it's not because, um, you know, Catalina was the start of the event or anything. Just I, I'm have uh, the pleasure of working with people who are fantastic human beings. And when Flex Fights found out about the, um, the event itself, they really were trying to figure out how can I help? What can we do to get involved? How can we take this and make it better? So they made a donation, they bought tickets, um, and they did a couple of other things. And then the most important thing they did is they sent the videographer that, that we work with, John Matos, out to do a fighter profile on Catalina. And he came out and he shot footage of her. He shot some footage of me, some footage of her and I together, her in class and this and that and the other. I talked mainly about Catalina and the event. She talked about her training, how it's impacted her. And it is just beautiful, really just beautiful. And then he recorded our end of class announcement where Catalina came out and she was talking about the event itself and about you know what it was that she was participating in on March 18th and that we shared all over the place. It got such amazing views on social media, um, not only between Austin Flex, but also Tiger Shulman shared it all around and so many other people around Tiger Shulman shared it all around. So that was done beautifully. And then uh, that, that was released, we released it on Tuesday. Um, or rather when I say we, I mean Flex released it on Tuesday and then we can, we proceeded to share it everywhere. And then from there, we went and, uh, on Thursday, Catalina had an interview with one of my other Flex Fights coworkers, Zaria Bloom, who uh, is huge on social media and has a wonderful podcast that she does her Instagram live, I guess we'll call it, we'll call it a show. That's the best way the show that she does on Instagram. And she goes with professional fighters, with women in the MMA space, and she talks about the experience of these women in the MMA space. And obviously Catalina is a woman in the MMA space. So not only did Zaria get on for a little while with Danielle to understand the event, how it went, so on and so forth. And then um, after that, Zaria, did a second live where she interviewed Catalina and her family, her parents, and it came out beautifully. It really, really did. We shared it everywhere. And then Tiger Showman's main page shared it everywhere as well. And I think it really came out in a fantastic way. And it just did that much more to get that many more views on the event, that many more donations to it. 
I think it is fantastic, like absolutely fantastic. I think it's just a beautiful thing that um, th- that this many people got involved in the stream itself, in the event itself, and in pumping it up because it helped Catalina have such a wonderful experience. She shows up and a whole bunch of kids from our school are there. There's a big sign they're holding up that says the Colombian Cobra on it. And she got this great ovation. And, uh, you know, she was taught, she, she got to give her post pedigree. She's blowing kisses on the way out to the ring, takes a bow at the end. Um, to, and she made such an impact, I think, that later on, one of the other neurodivergent kids when asked, who would you like to be in the ring with next year? They're like, Catalina. So it was a very, very fun experience for me as her instructor. And, you know, when I heard the support and everything that she had, and I knew how many people were back home watching, I was getting text messages from people from around the schools. They were sending me pictures of them watching the live stream. And man, oh man, that like what a rewarding feeling that that, that was. And the, the night continued. We had, uh, after that, we had Ricardo Fuentes with Matthew Lito uh, from our Elmwood Park location. Uh, we had uh, some a rematch of the East Brunswick location. We had Brandon Catino with Adi the Bag Knocker. Uh, both Adi uh, from East Brunswick and Brandon taught in East Brunswick for a very long time. After that, we did our first raffle drawing of the night, and that cut us to uh, the, ne- the next pet batch of matches where we had CJ Pinheiro fighting Rob Verriccio. W- a wonderful, wonderful experience. And um, again, Kind of a battle in New Dorp. It was wonderful. Um, we had Christian McCauley next fight. Seth the Black Wolf McMullen, which was spectacular. What a great personality Seth was. The big personality of the night, though, if we have to give an award for the big personality of the night, was Paul the Party Animal from our Glendale location. He fought Lyman Cyborg good. Now, Paul comes out and he's got the boxer robe on, you know, the blue robe with the white trim, and he's got those shutter shades on. He's like dancing his way to the ring, and he gets in, and he's having an absolute blast in there. Afterwards, he's like flexing at the crowd. He turns around and starts pumping out push-ups. This guy was so in the moment. It was great. After that, we did, again, more raffle winners, and then we had a uh, a halftime show featuring Sarah Shulman, uh, another member of the Shulman family who's a very successful singer, does very very uh, does an amazing job in what she does, and she did an amazing job covering some really awesome numbers that we all have known, and so many of them are still stuck in my head days later. So Sarah, thank you for that. That I have many of those songs still stuck in my head. I woke up this morning with like two of them stuck in my head. After that, uh, we had a really heartwarming match: Mike Trezano with Connor the Fireball from the Ramsey location. They have some history as Mike was Connor's first experience. Connor um, has a you know uh, has a bit of a hard time uh, you know communicating and uh, but he did love Mike because that was his first ever instructor and um, they got the chance to create this opportunity in the ring and it was it was really a beautiful thing and after that we had Danny. Rem- Ramirez, he fought off. Uh, he fought against Anthony from our Tottenville school. A beautiful match, and Anthony was coming after Danny. I don't know what Danny did to him, but woo, man, oh man, was Anthony ever coming after him? Uh, after that, we had Nick Pretty Boy Pace fighting. In my opinion, the motivation of the event, Matthew the Hulk from our Nanuet location. Again, I talked about him earlier. Just a great match, and again, and Nick Pace in his very trip in his very 
typical fashion, played the part perfectly, just very dramatically up and, you know, like play, playing up how much he was uh, into the whole thing and everything and, uh, you know, playing like he was real serious about the whole day. It was awesome. Um, after that, Shane Burgos gets in the ring with Mighty Joe from a North Plainfield location. It was Mighty Joe that wound up calling out Catalina afterwards. Um, he and Shane had an awesome match, and Shane, again, to his credit, played the part wonderfully. Uh, next, we had uh, Giuliano Vericchio from our Freehold location, uh, for betting against Joey to Pitbull from Bethlehem, our first MMA fight of the night, and uh, Joey gets a submission. It was a beautiful, beautiful match. Uh, again, Giuliano's a wonderful person and did a wonderful job of really making sure that Joey felt like he, he could shine, and Joey's personality really did in the post-fight interview. And then... Uh, after that, Ryan Burgos from our New Windsor location. He's fighting Dominic out of our Colmar location. And uh, the, I, in my opinion, the highlight of the night, again, this is Dominic is uh, he's 14 years old, comes out as an MMA match, and again, does a beautiful job with everything, um, as confident as could be. And at the end of the match, in his post-fed interview, he goes, Dana White, give me a call, which I loved. I thought it was just the greatest moment ever. Uh, then our main event of the evening, we had a super fight between Nick Pretty Boy Pace and Lewis Goodnight Gaudino. Um, and they, they really hammed it up and put on a show, uh, you know, and they were very silly about some of the things that they did. And by that point, you know, Sensei Stein and I were having even more fun with the fighters. And I'm sure the fighters all know we were having good fun at their expense, but I think the fact, and I, I made it known when I when we were closing out the show, how much I appreciated the fighters taking liberties this that, that evening, making sure that not only did um, the kids have a great experience, but they put on a great show. The fighters, you know, they sacrificed, um, you know, they sacrificed some of their tough aura to show that they really, really had heart. And, um, you know, we played back with them, of course, through the commentary. And I, I'm sure they all know it was in good fun, uh, you know, just to, to add to the, the smile of the whole broadcast. But the whole event is up on YouTube. I strongly recommend you look for it. If you can find the Tiger Showman's main YouTube page, go under Lives. It's right there. Alternatively, so try searching Swing for the Stars. The video is about four and a half hours long. It's worth every moment. Oh, my gosh, it's beautiful. Again, I'm going to remind you before I close out here to check out the Auto Spec School. Auto Spec, O T T O S P E C H T School.org. Uh, and again, just a wonderful night, something I was so glad to be a part of, and I will gladly be a part of as many more times in the future as they will have me. Um, because the uh, doing good just to do good, just because it feels good. And just because it makes somebody else feel good is something I can always get behind. And it was really extra special to me because my niece and nephew were visiting from Colorado and they got to see me doing that. And they got to see my organization and my whole school, everybody really behind us doing that to do good, just to do good. It was a wonderful thing. So please check it out on YouTube if you haven't already. Check out Autospect if you haven't already. That's all I have for you guys this week. Make sure that you guys check out this event for me, please. As always, I can be reached via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. On Facebook, I'm Sensei James Leonelli. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm Sensei underscore Leonelli. You can find, <coughs> excuse me, find me on Facebook, I'm Sensei James Leonelli. Find my school online at tsksmithtown.com. 
on Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. Twitter and Instagram is at TSMMA underscore Smithtown. You can find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at TSK.com. You can find everywhere I am on the internet at linktr.ee slash Sensei Leonelli. Um, that'll have everything Flex Fights. It'll have um, the uh, Flex, the, excuse me, the Swing for the Stars, everything from my school, and everything else you need to know. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Sensei's Weekly Mindset. And that's pretty much it. Make sure that you guys leave a rate and review. It just helps. Make sure that you guys subscribe, YouTube or any audio, wherever you listen. Make sure you subscribe, get your new episodes every Wednesday, set your auto downloads and everything. Make sure that you guys um, share the podcast. It's the greatest compliment you can give me. As always, sponsorships uh, opportunities are available. Feel free to reach out via email or through my link tree. Other than that, my friends, until next week, invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the mat.